Isn't it about time dads and men had a podcast for us? Somewhere we could go to relieve some stress, help the time pass, and have a chuckle or two? A place for us. This is Word Brings Word. If you're looking for a show with general trending topics and concerns by men and dads, you've found your home. Funny, Funny. Opinionated. opinionated, real and raw. Real and raw. This is Word Brings Word, and this is your host, Bruce Jackson. Welcome back to another episode of Word Bring Word. I'm Bruce. I'm Gene. And we're going to see what kind of word we got for y'all after the holidays. You got any word? Man, you know, word, bring word. I don't know, man. I've been kind of looking at wrapping up 2020. I ain't going to do like everybody else and be like, oh, man, next year starting, you know, <laughs> starting on 2022. Right. I'm going to do this stuff I never did before. But I am going to do something that I never really got heavy into. I've been looking into investing. So I figured let's talk about some investing. That's my word on the street. That's 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 a real big topic right now. I've like, been I've been like watching people trying to I like to know everything about something really. So I'm not saying I'm about to go out and be a Warren Buffett in a couple of days, but I'm trying to I want to be able to explain it to someone else. So I'm like, let's do that on the podcast. Let's use the podcast for that. Cause I feel like there's a lot of people who missed opportunity because it feels so far fetched. You know, when they hear about it, they're like, What? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, I know for me, I remember a little far back when Bitcoin and all that was big and then everybody got in it and then it all crashed. And I remember thinking back then before I got in it, like, oh, it's too late. Yeah. Well, you think it's too late or you think, oh, that's cool. But what is Bitcoin? What is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, for the first 10 times I heard somebody talking about Bitcoin, you better get on that Bitcoin. I'm like, <laughs> what is a Bitcoin? Right. And in my head, I might say, I'm going to go look into that. Mm-hmm. I need to check that out. And then it's like, you know, anyway, you know, you're going back to living your regular life, doing whatever. I mean, they were talking digital. So it was like, is it even real? Is it going to even last? Hold up. Is See, you already went too far for some people. That's what I mean. We got to bring this stuff down to the dummies level. Not calling people dummies, but you right. know how when you get a book that say, da-da-da-da-da yeah, for dummies, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this is the actual ABCs of it. Right. And then people be like, oh, okay. Because someone just hear a term like, yeah, you get you, you need to be investing in cryptocurrency. Some people be like, huh? Right. What? You know. So, you know, I've been doing some research on that, on that side of the game, the research side of the game, trying to figure out the stock market, how it started, where it came from. Oh, you're trying to get history. What it actually means. Yeah. So when I hear these terms, I want to know exactly what the term means and be able to explain it to somebody else. So if I can explain it to my kids and they can be like, oh, okay. Then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. They got it. Or if you can explain it to an adult, some, a grown person. See, a lot, of, a lot of older people, they invest and the only way they really know to invest is like in a 401k at work. Right. They're like, oh, my job matches 5%. So I know I'm just going to put 5% in. They'll match that. That's it. Now, yeah. if they've been working there a long time, that might be that might do real well for them. You know, they're good to go. What's funny is some people's 401k at their job, like, allows you to put in stocks, and people just don't even know nothing about that either. No, they don't. 
So the part you're going to get into, are you thinking about more like long-term, short-term, like day trading? All of it. So I want to understand. The day trading seems real popular right now. Well, real popular. It's popular because everybody want to make money fast. That's but you true. can't just be out here throwing money away day trading. Because what happens is I feel like, again, I'm not a pro. Just to me, thinking logically, people probably think, yeah, I can do that. And they learn a little bit of it. Let's say let, if we're using a 100% scale, right. I feel like people probably learn 20% of it. And then they go out there and they try to do a couple, lose money and be like, man, this don't work. When they really didn't play with it enough. They didn't learn the companies that, you know, for instance, I was watching a video the other day. And the lady was saying, when you look at a company, she was talking about the criteria she has to use to pick the company to day trade with, right? Right. This is solely talking about day trading. And, and then for people that don't know, day trading means in the stock market, you're buying a stock and you're selling it that day. So you're trying to buy it at a lower price, sell it at a higher price. So I was explaining to my aunt, I said, stocks move up and down throughout the day, right? Right. They move up and down depending on the value that everybody kind of puts on it. If me and you hear some bad stuff about company ABC and we start selling our stock, that makes the value of the stock go down. It don't mean the company did anything wrong. It don't mean the company's any worse of a company. That's just what happens. Right. So the more we sell and it starts kind of going down, the more other people might look and be like, hey, what's going on? And then they start selling and it starts going down. That's why the news and the media stuff are so important. When you're looking at stocks, you're trying to figure out what company to rock with. But you as the, as the informed investor got to look at that, you know, the last month, three months, last year. Right. How, how's the company really been doing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I've always heard on, about. On a day by day, though. Well, right. you want to see, see over overall what they've been doing and then try to kind of see what it does daily. So, you know, if it moves enough for you to play with it daily. Right. Because he's something she said is. You need to find a company that moves at least with, within at least a dollar worth within the day. It don't do you any good if the stock opens up at $50 and it moves within 25 cents all day. You would have to, you like, let, let's say you capitalized on that whole 25 cent, bought it for $50, sold it for $50.25 and made a quarter. Right. You'd have to get four shares just to make $1. Right. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. For the people that, for the people that may not understand that. You, the, get, the name of the game when you're trying to get the profit is always buy low, sell high. Day trading means you want to buy it, the company lower and you want to sell it while it's higher that day. Now, how many of them you buy depends on how many you can afford. So for number's sake, just for number's sake, right. let's say we got company ABC. The stock is a dollar. Mm -hmm. Stock market opens the day. The stock is a dollar. I see usually this, this stock goes up and down usually between a dollar and $2 every day, a right. dollar and $2 every day. I get in at a dollar and I put a thousand dollars in there. I now own 1000 shares of that company that I bought for $1 a piece. Mm -hmm. Simple math, simple math. Right. It costs $1 for the share. I bought a thousand of them. I now own a thousand pieces of that company for $1, right? Now, I'm going to set my order in to say, hey, 
sell this stock when he gets to a certain point. What point is that? I'm going to say when he gets to $1.50. Let's just call it $1.50 because I'm scary. I'm scary. I'm like, oh, God. Right, right. You know. Now, throughout the day, as it moves, for whatever reason it's moving, we know we ain't got to get into that yet, but for whatever reason it's moving, mm -hmm. when it gets to $1.50, it initiates that order to try to sell it. It tries to sell it. If someone's on the other end to buy it, it'll sell all 1,000 shares for $1.50. Right. I just made $500 profit because I had 1,000 shares that I bought for a dollar. Then I had a thousand shares that I sold for dollar fifty, so I just got back one thousand five hundred dollars, where I only started with one thousand dollars. So I made five hundred dollars that day right then. Right. Now the downside is it might not ever hit a it might not ever hit a dollar fifty. It may not be enough people out there to buy that. That's one thing I didn't know. I learned that recently through watching, researching, and listening. Just Stop. because you have that many shares don't mean you're going to be able to get rid of that many shares. Hello. See, stock stock, um, stock exchanging, the trades are agreements. Hey, man, I got something for $5. You want to buy it? Yeah, I'll buy it. All right, cool. So if I go out here and I get an old beat up car, I can't go on the street and be like, hey, man, I got this little Toyota Corolla over here, 90000 I can't force you to take that. Right. So it's the same here. When you get ready to try to sell something, you can't force the buyer on that end to get it. Mm -hmm. So we can't, hear, can't. Let me ask this. Can I wait it out? So let's just say it didn't go up that day. You can, can wait. I, it. Can I take it from being a day trade to the next day trade? Right. You can. That's called swing trading. Okay. Sometime it goes the second day, third day, or whatever like that. And depending on the uh, the platform you're using to do your trading, you have to have so much money in there to be able to do so much day trading. See, they don't just let an average Joe get in there with $20 saying, yeah, let me do this, 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 this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You hear people talking about dollar stocks and stuff like that. No, you got to have a little bit of money in there for them to be like, oh, okay. Right. Because usually it costs money to make these trades. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to pay for the transactions or pay for, or you may get so many transactions a month or a week or something like that. You know, I don't know. Just depending on the platform you're on. Right. But that's just all the stuff I'm researching and trying to learn now. But the biggest got you for me was just because you're selling doesn't mean that there's somebody buying. Because I used to always hear buy low, sell high, buy low, sell high. And so when a cryptocurrency like the Shiba coin was big right. or Dogecoin was big, you would hear about all these people that all of a sudden had millions of dollars worth of Shiba coin or millions of dollars worth of Dogecoin. Right. So... For number six, let's say you bought the Dogecoin and it cost a nickel. And you were like a nickel. Let me buy five thousand of them. Right. Right. Now, let me get my let me get my handy dandy calculator out so we can do real math. Now you bought them at nickel at a nickel, right? Yep. 0.5 times how many I say you bought a thousand or five thousand? Five. Five thousand. So in the calculator, 0 0.05, that's a nickel, times 5000 mm -hmm. That's $250. That's how much you paid. You paid $250 for 5,000 shares or pieces of that coin, that right. cryptocurrency. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. just, for, just for simplicity, let's just say pieces of it, right? 
let's say something happens, boom, it shoots up. Now it's worth a dollar. That's the kind of jumps that's happening when everybody do what's called dumping and everybody's putting money in and all this other stuff. It shoots up to a dollar. Right. Now, you got 5,000 shares. You could sell all of them. And if you could actually get them all off sold for a dollar, you made $5,000 on that on that sale where you only put 250 in. Right. But it doesn't mean you're guaranteed to really sell those. Because that means someone on the other end has to be sitting there thinking, yeah, I'm going to buy those. Right. And I'm now, not, now the informed dollar. person, the person that's smart is thinking, I'm going to buy those for a dollar because I believe the value will go up. That's really the, a person who's got good sense is thinking, well, I ain't going to say good sense, but they're not ignorant to it. See, some people are ignorant because they're just hearing it. See, by the time, like if you're not really studying it, by the time you hear about it, you're wanting to get in. Oh, let me get in. Let me get in. How much it costs a dollar? Here, I got I got $200. Let me get in. Right. But it really might be, uh, it's too late. Too late the I person you right. just bought it off of, the one who made the money mm -hmm. now, you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like somebody trying to get into Bitcoin now. But well, there's people who got into it in 2015 when it was a couple hundred dollars. Right. Now it's $54,000 for one. Mm -hmm. So, but still, that comes with understanding the, the buy trades and whatever. But there may be someone out there buying it, and there may not be. Right. Now, hold up. While you're trying to sell it for a dollar, or while you're trying to sell them all while, you know, while the value is a dollar, that value could be slowly declining. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, man. You know what I mean? Hold up. Next thing you know, it go down from from uh, that nickel worth to two cents. Mm, now, now you got five thousand coins worth a hundred dollars. You spent two fifty. You just lost one hundred fifty dollars because you were riding the wave of other people who's like, man, this right here is gonna be it. This is gonna be it. Da 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 da. Now you got to decide. So I mean, one thing I know I've always heard is you never really lost money until you sell, sell it. it. So you're going to hold on to them and hope they go back up or you're going to cut your loss and say, let me go ahead and just stop the bleeding, sell it now, take that 150 loss and get back in the game another way. That's the, that's the hard part about the day trading, trying to make the fast money. Long-term investing, you get a good company, Amazon, Apple, something Microsoft, somebody like that, that's been around a long time improving. Right. You know, they're constantly innovating. You know, they got a lot going on and you say, you know what? I got this much money in the bank or this much I can invest or I'm going to start me a little plan where going. I mean, they got apps nowadays. It's so simple. You can go on the app and say, hey, send $20 a month over here to this stock. Connect it to my account mm -hmm. every week, every two weeks, every you month, $20. Just I think that really would be a good idea, a good plan for a kid. I was about to say, uh, you know, a good Christmas gift. Yeah, good Christmas gift too. Mm -hmm. Birthdays. Mm -hmm. Hey, what you gonna get? No, don't don't get them nothing. Get them a piece of that Microsoft. Right. Because now I know you can get these stocks and you don't have to build you don't have to be able to afford the whole stocks. You can buy pieces of it. Hello. I know Robinhood was big for that. When I got on the Robinhood app, I mean shout out to Robinhood. Hold up. First of all, we're not financial advisors, so don't nobody go out doing what we're doing just because we say that. Hello. This is just things we're learning, and we're going to try to bring y'all along the way. And so if y'all have questions, ask them in the comments. We're going to do good about trying to answer them or trying to get you the right information because I promise you I don't have all the knowledge. I'm just learning, and I'm going to try to bring everybody else along with me while learning. Yeah, we're you know, studying up on it, looking up on it. 
Because one thing that I realized is last year with COVID, everybody started their own business. Oh, yeah. Well, the businesses ain't going to last. So it's like, not all of them. Most businesses don't last. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? just about, in general. About three out of five fail. So why not be able to take some of that money and invest it and let that money be working for you? You know, you may be able to make a good investment and let that money be doing making more money for you than, you, than the business you started. Well, the first thing I think people need to do, honestly, is take their money out of these banks and put it over into Roths and stocks that's long-term. I mean, your, your turnover is just better if they're actual saving accounts. Now, some people have a saving account that they need the money. You said some people got savings account that what? They actually need the money. Like, they need the money like yesterday. Like, they can't afford to have this sit over there and be sitting long-term. Like, they have to be able to get to it right then and there. Can't afford to wait for it to turn around, to go through the process of transferring the money here to there. They need that then. So now we're talking how how available is my money? Yes. How fast can I get to it and touch it? So let's talk about saving accounts. Let's let's talk about that. They put the wool over over our eyes. They got us. Ever since I was young, I've always heard you need a savings account. You gotta have a savings account. Preach. And it's just like okay, okay, okay. It's not until I got older. And started talking to more people that's got the financial information to realize, man, the savings account for what? Like, the bank is allowed to do so much, so much with our money, mm-hmm. and barely, barely, barely give us a little chunk, a little piece of it, a little piece of what we got in there. So they control our money. So interest is money you make off of money you make off of your money being there, right? Right. So it's basically like saying, hey, put your money in this bank and let it sit. While it's sitting here, over, if you let this money sit for a year, we're going to give you this percentage. Now, when I was younger, I remember the percentages for saving accounts being like 1% or 2%. Now, I Googled this morning because I'm like, let me make sure I got real numbers. Here. Real facts. Man, if I didn't see 0.5%. Point four percent, four point three, and I'm like point four point. Somebody with no knowledge in the stock market, no knowledge, who would just say, "Hey, I need just, I just need help setting up an account to get to the stock market. I need to connect my bank account to it, and then I need to be able to put money in here and buy a stock." Someone who could just do that could make so much more money off of their money being in an account, being out there in there. You know what I mean? That's wild. I mean. There's stocks out here. Again, when you go look at that performance of the stock to see how well did that stock do the last three months, six months, a year. So let's, we're talking about eight, a year. 8%. When we're talking about annual <laughs> interest 13. rate. Annual. Now, people don't know. You go look at that savings account, how much you get in annual. So they're saying over the year, the right. annual means year, we will give you 0.5% of what you got right there. All right, so let's do some let's do some numbers. How much you think the average person got saved that they can say, let's put this over there? I mean, I know there's not a lot of money out in the community, but the average person Okay, well, I'm gonna give them a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. So I'm gonna give them. So let's do a thousand dollars times 0.5 percent. Yeah. That's five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. 
I remember back in the day looking at my statement, saying three dollars, wondering what that meant. That can't be right. I'm gonna do it again. A thousand dollars times point five. So what are you saving at that point? Let's let's try to figure it out a different way because it don't make sense. All right. So I just remember this from math. So if we got a thousand dollars, that's one and three zeros. Mm -hmm. To get to 10%, you take a zero off. So 1,000, take a zero off. That means 100 is 10% of $1,000. Now, if we want to go from that 10% to the 1%, take another zero off. So $10 is now 1% of $1,000. Mm-hmm. Since we only getting 0.5 from the bank saving account, that's half that 10, $5. We got back to the same $5. Do you think? I mean, well, I can't say this. Credit unions are a little better in percentage. But so can you, but can just anybody get into the credit union though? Because I thought you some, usually had to have certain kind of ties. Yeah, some of. I mean, it's getting easier and easier. But some of them, you definitely have to be part of a teacher, part of military, different things like that. But by the end, the percentage is not that much higher. You might come out with seven, eight dollars. So. <laughs> There's there's certain stocks out here that do really well, or well, let's say average well, they can get you twenty percent back mm-hmm. within a year. They, they well, I ain't gonna say twenty percent back because it's not like they're giving you the money back. Twenty percent is how much your their stock is increasing in within a year. Right. Meaning, if you had put that thousand in, left it the year, and then after one year took it out, you would have gained twenty percent profit. You know what I mean? Meaning, okay, you put a thousand in today, a year from today, you check and it's like, oh, this is worth a thousand two hundred. Let me take it all back so I get that two hundred dollar profit. See what I mean? But we, we got you only we get that him. you only get that profit. You don't get that profit till you take it back. Right. But can we get a visual on this? Let's get a number on that. You know, saying we're gonna take the thousand dollars, we're gonna do twenty mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between that and the five dollars? What would you get with the twenty percent? The two hundred. Two. You get two hundred. So two hundred. Right. So for for letting this company have your money for a year, if it went if it went up in value for twenty and twenty percent worth, that one thousand is now worth one thousand two hundred. Where the bank held your thousand dollars for a year, did whatever they did. We won't even get into what they do with it. Just to say we're letting them hold it, and then. They're like, here's five dollars, appreciate it. Where the other companies like two hundred dollars, appreciate it. See what I mean? What's worst case? Let's get into the worst case, right? Worst case scenario for the stock? It didn't do twenty percent this year. If it didn't, I mean, worst case scenario. What, what's the average numbers? Because I know when I looked it up, I don't I was, know. The, the average I, is always going to be was, different depending I was seeing on around. You can probably find a company out there that's going to guarantee to get you about eight percent. So there's there's something called ETFs, right? And the ETF mm-hmm. is a is basically a group of stocks. So instead of putting my money only in Amazon, right? There's an ETF out there that says, "Hey, we are a group of stocks." This ETF is a group of stocks that includes Amazon, Facebook, Google, Apple. That ETF is a fund 
that don't cost as much as one of any of those stocks. It might only be like $38, $40. Right. But percentage-wise, you're going to be more guaranteed to do well. It may not be as high as one of those companies go up, right. but you'll be more guaranteed 8%, 10 12%, something like that maybe. Now, again, people have to do their research because you could go out and look this ETF up and go look to see how, how well it did over the last three months, six months, whatever. Right. But you also got to... You also got to use kind of some common sense, some vision, some foreshadowing and say, okay, let me see. I know Tesla. Is Tesla in here? Because they're coming out with a new cell phone. Mm -hmm. That cell phone's going to be something. I heard Apple's working on a new um, car. They're working on a new electric car. They're about to get into the EV space, electric vehicles. They're about to get into the EV space. When these companies are doing big stuff like that, that lets you know they got something big going on. Right. That increases their value. That makes people want to get in. That makes mm -hmm. the stock price go up. That makes your profit go up if you got in before that. Right. You know what I mean? So that's that's part of the research people really got to do versus just listening to what everybody else says. Now, if people are lazy and don't run the research, you're just going out there and you get into whatever company you know is going to be a good company. So yeah. I asked D the other day. I was like, man, listen. I said, if you're... I said, if your aunt, if your um, stepmother, mother-in-law, mother-in-law, I said, if your mother-in-law came to you and said, hey, I got $100,000 I want to invest, what company should I put it in? Without any research or whatever, what would you say? He said, oh, I'd probably say Google. I said, well, there you go. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Mm, right, right. If you don't know anything, you know Google is going to be here. Hello. Apple, Facebook, Amazon, they're here. Mm -hmm. Microsoft, where are they going? If you put it in there and said, I don't feel like studying, whatever, whatever, I'm going to put it in there for the long term. Let that be my savings. Now, the difference is if you needed to pull some money out of there, you're selling stock to get that money because your money is really in their stock. Mm. You're selling that stock. When it sells, it goes back to that platform. Do you got to say, hey, send it over to me? It's not guaranteed to sell, at least at that price. That you right, depending, right. Depending on the price you're trying to sell it at. But people are constantly buying and selling stock. So as long as it's somewhere around that price value, more than likely it will sell. If you look out there and say, what's the stock price right now for this? And if it says 150, more than likely it'll sell for 150. That's the average. That's that when you see that price, that's the average of what people are asking and selling for right then. Right. But if you're like 150, sell for 225. You pushed it. Because when people go out there to buy, they're looking for 150 because they see 150. Right. See, people don't real well, I didn't realize this. I'm sure other people don't either. When you go to buy a stock and you look something up and you're like IBM, if it says $141, most people just say buy. They just click on it, buy. That means you're buying for that price right there. That is the average price of what people are asking selling for. People don't realize. You can put in your own limit order. You can say, buy it at 135. And you're hoping that it goes up or down and it Somewhere. hits that line and boom, it executes and you buy it for that price. Right. You got to kind of do your research, read the charts. That's why like you see a lot of people that's heavy in it. They be doing chart analysis. They're reading to see where these prices really are at. So they know where they can kind of get in it low and know where they can kind of sell it high. Or you may, you may see 141 today. You may not realize that, oh, that's on the high end. Mm -hmm. And you buy it. And then at the end of the day, you go back. Like, let me see how much money I made. You go back. And then it says it's worth 130. And you're like, what? 
How I already lost money? Lost what money. the world? Right. What word bring word talking high. about? Yeah, you, oh, bought it too high. you bought it at the high end for the day and didn't really realize it because mm-hmm. you didn't do your due diligence. Well, it is hard out here, and I do think people should definitely take their money out and start investing. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You gotta do something. So, so you know anything about this crowdfunding? Crowdfunding? I mean, I know a lot of people um, do the crowdfunding, getting money from others. You know, for that group, for that common purpose, I know um, certain platforms like Indiegogo, right, and certain certain places like that. I know if you got a project, you can go to that project and say, I mean, you can go to the platform and say, hey, "This is my project. This is how much I need, or whatever like that." But you got to have the whole spill ready. It's kind of to me, it's kind of like Shark Tank. Yeah. Hey, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what we've tested it. This is what I know is gonna be good. We're gonna be big. This is what I need. And then they got your packages. You do, you know, the people usually put together. To say, well, if you put give me this much, you're going to get this. If you put this much, then that's the gold level. We're going to give you this. You put this much, that's the platinum level. We're going to give you this and this and your name on the wall when we start up. Right. You give me this much, that's the elite. We only got five of those we selling, but we're going to give you all of that plus fly out to say hello and thank you and eat lunch with you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Just different things like that because now you're an investor. Yeah, I mean, ain't, I mean no guarantee, ain't no guarantee that it's gonna pay off and be worth something. That's what yeah, I've heard a lot of people that have invested in Tesla and a whole bunch of companies started, you know. From- but, the, but the thing is, the people that really know the, the people that got the money and get the money big time are the people who get in initially right in the beginning. Yeah, people that invested in it. And they know, but they know people. It's like a network of people. Mm-hmm. See, me and you gotta know the right people to even be able to have that conversation, to access that conversation. Why are you trying to say who I know, though? I mean, I don't know. You might know somebody. I might. You know what I'm saying? You know somebody? Hey, hey. Can't tell everybody. You know that's word. I'm, all right. I mean, that's <laughs> word. You, you know, let, hey, let us know here because that's word on the street. Hey, hey. You got to have some word. Word. Bring word. Because if you know somebody, you know what I mean? Nah, I definitely feel you. We um, need to uh, study up and then tell the people. Well, the people got to also be careful who they're listening to on YouTube. That's why I say don't just listen to us go running out here doing stuff. The key is do your research. Learn what you can based off of what we're saying. And if you, if we said something wrong or if you believe we said it wrong, let us know in the comments. Definitely let us know. If we missed a piece, if we didn't add this, or if you have information for yourself to add, put it in the comments. Let's all grow together. Mm-hmm. Any questions, anything you want to know, let us know. You know what I mean? Man, I heard. So there's a, um, let me see. How, I think it might be like How Stuff Works or something on Netflix. They got a real good episode on the stock market. And they talk about how the stock market works. And, and they t- went back to talk about how back in the day, people were taking, they were putting money into the, to the uh, ships. The ships would go across seas on voyages, mm. trading this and trading that. You know what I mean? They would put they would put money into it, trying to get some of that profit okay. back. You know right. what I mean? So I was like, hmm. You know, so when you really look at these shares of a company, I, I got company ABC. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is a small little private company. We're doing pretty well, but I really want to blow this thing up. I mean, I got these numbers over the last couple of years. Finances look good. I want to make a real big investment because I want to open up a couple of other locations. Maybe we want to franchise it out. Right. Maybe we want to do whatever. We need a lot of money for that. So how do we go? How do we get the money? We go public. Going public means we need to go to the to the um, New York Stock Exchange. Right. We're gonna say, "Hey, 
this is what we're going to do. And if we get approved, they let us come on there. And I don't know how to determine the number of shares you get, but basically I'm sharing my company with this other person. When you, when you buy, when you buy the stock, you're buying a share of my company, which right. is why it's called a share. Mm -hmm. Now on the exchange, you may hear it called a security or we don't may hear other words, right. but when you hear shares, investments, stocks, that's a share of my company, right? So then once you go public like that and you've got all these shares and I'm selling them out here to all these other people, all of that money that's coming in is for me to help is to help fund my operations and my growth and stuff. Cause now my main priority really should be the stockholder. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. And I used to see some, some corporate companies that I know about today. I see them laying people off or I see them making changes and stuff. And I'm like, man, why are they doing that or whatever? Right. But then I realized after the more I study the stock game, the more I realize the purpose is to look good to your stockholders. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They don't have as much uh, loyalty to the workers that work there as they do the investors, right? The people that invested the money in them and they got to keep that stock looking good. I mean, the price is looking good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at the books, how many, what's our head count? How much money we making? What's our revenue? You know, all of that's out there for people to see. So what we can't do is have our numbers looking really bad and stuff. If we can, if we can make changes. So if that means let's get rid of, a tenth of our workforce and hire some contractors right. or whatever like that, then that's what we do for right now to see if we can get these numbers up, whatever, up. Right. Right. And that's constantly what the CEO is doing. The CEO of a company is constantly trying to say, what can we do to grow? How can we make this grow? Mm -hmm. The CFO is constantly saying, what kind of financial changes can we make? How can we save more? How can we make more? Where can we cut back? Whatever, whatever. That's why these big dogs are in these positions, the bigger the companies get, right? I mean, if it's a small business or a smaller business, you might have one person wearing all the hats. Right. Because they're like, okay, what are we going to do? What well, can we do this? I mean, I can buy this for this much and sell it for that much. Okay, whatever, whatever. But the bigger it is, you got one person dedicated solely to that. Mm. So maybe we'll do a video. We'll show people, you know, like basically going through setting up an account getting it funded, connecting your account and getting some stocks and stuff. Getting some stocks in there. Yeah. We definitely just show the people how easy it is because I'm telling you the banks is highway robbery. I mean, you almost just keep the keep the money at the house, you know? And, you know, of course, putting it in a, a safe, fire, waterproof, all the above, you know? You know what? So before we end, let me say this. We were talking about percentages and interest rates and stuff, right? I saw something, and I kind of believe this to be true, right? If people don't understand what inflation is, inflation is how everything, mm -hmm. the price of stuff goes up year by year, regardless. That's just yes. what happens. We're not going to be here today and the Coke costs a dollar, and then next year or two years from now, it goes down to 90 cents. The price of things go up. That's called inflation. Mm -hmm. To keep up with the price of living and to keep up with inflation you really would have to, the general number is you would have to be getting a 3% raise at your job. 3%. A lot of companies don't give you 3% raise and a lot of companies don't give you a raise at all. Oh, we had a bad year. We had this, we had that, whatever, whatever. But you know, you may not get that 3% raise. Right. So the savings accounts out here aren't even giving you 3%. 0.5, they give you half of 1%. 
But if, if someone's out here and they've never heard that and don't know any better, you know, just living life. Like I'm saying, you know, you grow up and hey, put your money in savings. Start your savings account. I'm going to go to the bank and open you. How many times we heard, hey, I'm going to go to the stock exchange and open you, you know, yeah. get you some stock. You know, I'm putting my kids on game, man. I'm, hey, sit down it's with you. It's a new year. That's what it's about. We got to sit down with them and say, hey, if you don't know anything, watch this video on how the stock market was created. Understand. They do a good job. They use a lemonade stand. Okay. Let's say this girl has this lemonade stand, but she wants to grow. So she's going to sell her friends a piece of it also. Da, da, da. You know, mm. it's a really good analogy the way they break it down. And you're right. like, oh, okay. So we used to see the old school videos where you see the people with the with holding the money up in front of the computer screens and all the stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like people trying to do buying and selling. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's all digital. It's just click. You see that and it looked like too much back in the day. Like, what? I mean, I'm saying, I feel like all of it's made to look like that. Yeah. Because if you don't take the time, I mean, ain't nobody going to read. Half the people who's going to hear this is going to sound, hear it and be like, no, nah, I'll put that money in my 401k. Yeah. Now, the 401k. Better than better than the bank. Now, what the 401k does is there's someone sitting on that end that's doing the same thing with your money invest-wise that you could be doing. Right. But they're making money off of it also. hmm so you can go in there and you but can you say you're getting a higher percentage because your money's locked in. You're getting a higher percentage depending on what you tell them to do. Cause you still got to go in That's there and true. tell them to be aggressive with it or be conservative with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can understand as people get older, they're like, I need to be a little more conservative. I got 250,000 saved here. Don't be going out here going all in on my money. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, right. And then they know how to diversify it. They'll put a little money here, a little money mm-hmm. there, you know, stuff like that. So, you got any more word before we end this? I mean, I, I feel like some good topics. Well, you know, we're going to do like a two, three-part series on this. Yeah, I was going to say we need to go ahead and set up a series for this, for the people. Yeah, we did, you know, today we just kind of did a little rough. Next time we'll break down exactly what a share is, what a stock is, how you get them, the steps you would have to do. Yeah. And maybe list it out in the description. So, if someone's like, hey, I'm going to have to go with my mom or my grandma with this, what do I need to do? But people got to put in some work on their own. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You got to do a little bit of work. Action. You got to take action. Yeah. That's what it is. All right. You know, so, you got anything you want to tell the people you want to leave them with some good investment knowledge? I mean, some words? No, just come back so you can actually learn and start teaching your kids or maybe just have your kids start watching the video so they can learn at the same time and it's a group project, something y'all can do together. We ain't financial advisors, though. Oh, no. Okay. Don't say, Gene told me to do this. <laughs> Bruce told me to do this. I Dude, did. told it's me just, to do it's this. just ideas, you know. Get with your kids, and y'all can do to start something. To, everybody wants to do something different for the new year. Right. This is it. You know what? So one thing I know before we go, one thing I know I've, I've seen people do or heard of people doing, and to me it kind of makes sense. The stuff, help your, you let your kids invest in things that they are a part of. Like, if you got a kid that watches YouTube every day, have them go out and invest in some Facebook mm-hmm. and tell them, hey, you own part of that. Huh? Yeah. You, you know, they own this company, da, 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 da. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. YouTube's Google, but you know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Invest in your Google. Or if you're always on Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, invest in Facebook. Any- or Meta. It's just called Meta now. Yeah. M-E-T-A. Somebody told me to invest in anything that you believe in or you do all the time. So if you shop at 
Walmart at a time, you need to invest in Walmart. If you buy Levi jeans, where well, you need to own stock in Levi jeans, somebody, you know, if that's what you do all the time. Well, it's, it's a good practice, but it doesn't mean it's going to make you money. Right. Right. So I know a good example I heard was someone may love Adidas, but Adidas ain't going to be the company to invest in, especially for day trading. If right. you're looking for something going up a lot, you're going to mess with the Nike. You know what I mean? Now, if you happen to look at Adidas and do your due diligence and says, yeah, it looks good. Okay, then by all means, go ahead and do it. But just because you like the company doesn't mean that it's going to make you money. Right? That's all about their image out here, how much money they got behind them, how well they've been doing the stuff. Well, the guy that was talking about it, he's, he would he does long-term, so he's probably speaking on a long-term way if you believe in that company enough to you know, keep investing them. So if you buy nothing but Apple products, then you should own some of that company because you believe in that so much that you should own it, you know. But I understand it's not going to, every company ain't going to make you money. But I feel like, you know, in long term, most of these companies, you know, are last. And, you know, having a kid's pick is a great idea because kids know what's going on too. They're a little hipper than us. They see stuff before we see it sometimes, especially with toys and stuff like that. You just got to open their eyes up so they understand what they're seeing. Right. You know what I mean? They, they got to understand, like, listen, you play games all day you're on Twitch all day. You know what I mean? Like, you, you need to invest in some Twitch. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? You need to get some list of stock. You need to do this. You need to do that. Yeah. What Epic going to do? What, you know, what some of these bigger right. game companies going to like, Every time I hear a kid playing games all the time, I'm like, oh, so you got a Twitch set up? In my mind, I don't understand why you're playing games all day, every day, and, they, and you don't have it set up. I don't care if you're only making $2 a week. Mm -hmm. making, make something. Try. At least give it that potential. Give it that shot. Mm -hmm. Instead of just playing, 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 wearing the internet down. Nah, that's something I promote all the time. You want to I mean, use that camera? Let's record this. You got to be thinking about money, though. All right, y'all. So, like and subscribe. Make sure to comment below. We're not financial advisors, so don't go out there doing anything crazy. And if you invest, and only invest what you can afford to lose. That's always the number one. Invest what you can afford to lose. Be smart about it and do your research. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see y'all. You've been listening to Word Brings Word. It's Bruce's passion to bring in dads and men to give them a place to talk like dads and men or to just come and hang out and have a place to pass the time. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on YouTube at Word Brings Word. And find Word Brings Word on all podcast channels. See you next time.